Welcome to the Cap Region YP Insights Plus Resources for Young Professionals in the 518. Our podcast is presented by the Capital District Transportation Authority, CDTA. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cap Region YP Insights Plus Resources for Young Professionals in the 518. My name is Lindsay Eisinger, co-chair of the Capital Region YPN Communications Committee, and I'm here today with my co-chair, Annie Finn. Hey, Annie. Hey, Lindsay. So happy to be back. Yes. Uh, our guest today is Stephanie Douglas, who is the Director of Development for Northern River Family Services. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Happy, happy to have you. Um, just to kind of kick us off, can you describe for us what your organization does and also um, your role there? Sure. Well, I hope that this is a long recording because we do a lot and it's really hard to put it in an elevator speech. But Northern Rivers has been around since 1829 and we are a group of human service agencies that some of your listeners might be more familiar with. Um, it's made up of Parsons Child and Family Center in Albany. Northeast Parent and Child Society in Schenectady and Unlimited Potential in Saratoga Springs. And those organizations came together in 2012 to create Northern Rivers um, with the idea being that we could be a bigger and stronger um, organization to help more throughout the community. Um, and to put it in layman's terms, we, we help folks in many different areas. So for example, um, if a kid is not successful in their homeschool district and needs more of that one-on-one -on -one attention, they come to one of our special education schools. If a kid's not safe in their home and needs to be removed, they can come and live at one of our residential facilities or with one of our more than 200 foster families throughout the state. Um, if parents need more support in order to avoid having their children removed from the home or they need helps, help making connections within the community for resources that they need, our community-based teams connect with them and work with them right in their homes. And then lastly, we have behavioral health programs. So if we have folks in crisis in need of mental health services, we have mobile crisis teams that will meet them right there in the community and give them the help that they need to de-escalate situations. Or we also have um, um, inpatient, or not inpatient, I'm sorry, outpatient clinics that folks can come in and get their counseling done on site here. So we are in more than 40 counties throughout the state, but our home base is here in Albany. Wow, that's amazing. It sounds like you do so many different things to help the community and a variety of resources that I'm sure I didn't know about. So I'm sure our listeners didn't realize. Um, that's really amazing. And what about your role there? What do you do at Northern Rivers? Sure. So I am the director of development. Um, and anyone who works in nonprofits will say you wear many different hats, and I do too. <laughs> um, I've been here for more than 15 years now. I'm a Siena College graduate, and I this was my first job. And I was in the development department just sort of as an assistant. I worked in the database. I processed thank you letters. I licked envelopes and put stamps on letters. 
um, and then worked my way up. So as the director of development, I oversee all um, fundraising, volunteerism, in-kind donations, and pretty much those community partnerships. That's amazing. So when you were at Siena, did you know you wanted to get into the nonprofit world or did it kind of happen by chance or can you share a little bit about that? Sure. I, I started at Siena as an accounting major because I like math and I thought it would be fun and I'd make a lot of money. And then I took one night class and I had to sit through three hours of it. And I thought to myself, holy moly, I cannot do this for a full-time job. <laughs> um, so I shifted gears. I'm also pretty creative. And I went into the marketing and management uh, program there. Um, one of my favorite things to tell college students to do is to intern. And it doesn't matter if you get paid or if you're not paid, take that time and that opportunity to get some experience because you're going to learn fields about fields that you don't want to go into. And those were some of my experiences. Um, and while I was on campus, I was lucky enough to have a work study job at the Franciscan Center for Service and Advocacy. So I was able to be exposed to many different nonprofits and work with them um, throughout my time in that position. So I learned quickly through my internships and my work study that um, I didn't want to be making money for someone else. I wanted to be making money for a mission. Um, and that's an I, amazing way to put it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to be buying someone's boat, working to buy someone's boat. I wanted to, you know, make a difference in the community. So that is how I ended up in nonprofits and have never left. You get sucked in. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm also a Siena College grad, so it's great to be speaking to a fellow saint. And I actually, um, for a couple semesters, participated in the mentoring program um, in the in the St. Francis office there. So um, yeah, definitely can see how, you know, I had a great experience with that and definitely can see how that, you know, kind of steered you towards the nonprofit world. Yeah. Um, and, and taking advantage of those internships allowed you to kind of shop around, right? I had internships in sales positions, which I hated. Um, event management positions, which I loved. Mm -hmm. So you, you sort of got to open your eyes to, to different things. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, switching gears here. So obviously we're coming up on the end of the year. Uh, we know that's a big time for, for giving back and for helping those in our communities that are maybe less fortunate than us. What initiatives, if any, does um, Northern Rivers have coming up in the month of December that people can participate in? Uh, the number one way to help us in the month of December is through our holiday giving campaign. So we start planning for this in July, you know, our, our internal staff are like, why are you putting meetings on our calendar about Christmas? And it's because we have to start talking about it. We serve more than a thousand kids during the holidays. And these are kids coming from families who are, you know, below the poverty line. They don't have the money to buy Christmas gifts. Um, a lot of these kids have never gotten anything new that belongs only to them. Um, so we serve more than a thousand kids during the holidays. Um, some, some of them live with us. They will be on our campuses when they wake up on Christmas morning. Others are in the communities, um, part of those community-based, uh, services that I spoke about earlier. Um, and 
our holiday giving campaign has changed and grown throughout the years because the need has grown. Um, it used to be one of those traditional adopt a family programs where we could match donors to specific children or families, but we're just too big for that to be perfectly honest with you now. So we've had to um, be creative, especially when COVID hit. Um, one of the things that was a blessing and has really worked well are Amazon wish lists. We have been able to take real wishes from our kids put them onto Amazon wish lists so that donors can shop from home in their pajamas and send it straight to our office and we unpack the boxes. Um, so the holiday giving campaign will be running, it currently is running, and we ask for gifts to arrive to us by Friday, December 16th, so that we have time to distribute um, to all of our different workers. Um, and there are many ways to get involved, whether you donate cash, you shop from those Amazon wish lists, or if you're at a business and you're willing to host a collection, whether it be amongst staff or with customers, we will wrap boxes and drop them off to you. We'll do anything to, to get our kids some gifts this holiday. That's wonderful. We'll definitely put a link in the episode description to that so they can view the wish lists and um, get involved. Thank you. Do you have opportunities throughout the season, the holiday season or the year where you use, you know, hands-on volunteerism? Our listeners and YPN in general love um, participating in volunteer activities on site. So if there's anything like that, we'd love to know about it. Yeah. Like I mentioned, we have um, campuses that kids live on. We also have some special education schools. So in the in the nicer weather, we always welcome groups to come and do what we call done in a day projects, whether it be raking leaves or painting, um, something where we can host groups from, you know, three or four to 30 or 40 um, on campus and kind of help us with some of those infrastructure needs that our support services crew can't always get to. Um, and our kids live here. So they take pride in the fact that this is their home. Mm -hmm. And if there are volunteers that come and, you know, weed around the swimming pool before the summer season starts, you know, they love that. Great. That's great to know. And I know just to have things all year long that are available to get involved in outside of the holidays when um, it's on people's minds. That's, that's great to know about. So we'll make sure to promote that in the episode description as well. Cool. You talked a little bit about um, encouraging students to participate in internships during their time to kind of find what it is they want to do. What other advice that um, you've gotten over the course of your career or just like lessons learned would you say has been most impactful? I think the most impactful um, experiences I've had throughout my career are um, not being afraid to ask questions. I know that when you start a new job or you're, it's your first job, you feel intimidated and you don't want to look dumb. Um, but oftentimes, if you don't ask the clarifying questions and you mess up, it's worse in the long run. So always ask questions. There's no dumb question. Um, and to not be afraid to make those mistakes 
because that's life. We're all human. Once I started supervising people, you know, you would see how nervous and upset they would get when something would go wrong. And I would just say, we're all human. It happens. And we just learn from it and we move on. So ask questions and don't be afraid to make mistakes. It sounds cliche, but in real life, that's what happens. <laughs> words to live by there. I think that's great. And I remember that's something when I, you know, joined the working world. It almost surprised me uh, that somebody said to me, you know, I fail every day. It's okay to fail. Um, so I think that that's a great lesson. Definitely. And questions, I feel like I ask endless questions to the point where I might be asking too many, but I have received feedback, like, thank you for asking these questions, because if you're thinking them, someone else might be thinking them. Um, so that's great advice for any, a person at any level in their career. A hundred percent. And as a supervisor now, having those questions asked helps me as a supervisor um, learn how to better work with you and explain things in the future a little more in depth knowing that, okay, she asked me that question last time, I should make sure that I go above and beyond to be a little more clear about things in the future. Absolutely. Well, we are at the end of our formal questions for you, Stephanie, but if there's anything else about Northern Rivers or upcoming initiatives that you would like to share, please feel free to plug them here. Or if people can follow you on social media. If you're anywhere um, on those, feel free to let us know that too. Sure. Yeah. Northern Rivers is active on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. We are not on TikTok. <laughs> not yet. I know our CEO wants that, but no one wants to put their That's face on, on camera. That's interesting. I feel like sometimes that TikTok is the harder one to convince Oh, you know, the higher ups to get on board with. Our CEO wants it. The communications <laughs> team, they're the ones who need convincing. Um, but yes, we are very active on social media. We try and post updates and ways to get involved on those platforms. Um, we are also seeking 2023 corporate partners. So if there's anyone who works for a business who would like to invest in our mission with a gift of $500 or above, we have all different levels, um, just reach out to us and you can be a corporate partner for the year and participate in some of our special events, including our trivia challenge in May, which will be at Rev Hall okay. and our golf tournament in um, July, which will be at Pine Haven Country Club. So we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up next year as well. That's great. Thank you so much. We're excited to learn about Northern Rivers and have this chance to speak with you. So we really appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining us. Um, and to our listeners, as always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Cap Region YP. The presenting sponsors for the Capital Region Young Professionals Network are Berkshire Bank, Ellis Medicine, National Grid, and TransFinder. The supporting sponsors for the Young Professionals Network are Community Resource Federal Credit Union and MVP Healthcare. <laughs> <laughs>